Hello and welcome to the Highlight Zone Podcast. I'm Noah Manderfeld. The last few weeks have been a blur for Three Lakes because they are going to state for the first time in over 20 years. Matt Infield talks with players and Captain Tara Sawinski and Sidney Lurvey along with head coach George Lurvey about their journey to state and how it starts not four years ago but back in fifth grade when they won their first tournament. I'll let Matt take it away from here. Enjoy. Joined now by the head coach of the Three Lakes Girls basketball team, George Lurvey. And with all due respect to George, a couple of the more important members of the team, uh, senior Sydney Lurvey and junior Kara Swinski. Guys, thanks for joining us today. As we look ahead to the state tournament, let's look back first to the sectional final and the big win over Athens, just quite simply. Has it sunk in a few days after the fact for you guys? I I know it took a, a, a full day for, for it to sink in with me. Um, I started to get emotional the day after at what we had accomplished. That night, it was just so exciting that it didn't sink in yet. Um, and the next day, when we started doing some media stuff already and getting emails about the reality of going to lacrosse to play this game, is when it really uh, settled in for me. Girls, what about you guys? Um, I have to agree with that. Uh, the moment after we won, it it was like it was awesome and exciting, but I hadn't really realized what truly like this meant. So I'd say the next morning now, when I looked at like the bracket for state and I saw our little school's name up there, I was like, "Holy cow, this is actually real. We're going to state." I didn't really have time to process what was going on while it was happening live, but now that we have the send off tomorrow, it's still like, holy cow, this is for us. Yeah, no, for sure. There's a couple of things I want to hit on there, but so the gist I'm getting from that is the night of, and when you're taking pictures and getting the, the plaque and whatnot, it's just adrenaline running through you. Right. And nothing more. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of adrenaline, uh, a lot of happy tears right away. Uh, we've worked very hard to get to this point, and I've been with these girls a long time, so it meant a lot to me, obviously, one of them being my daughter. So uh, being able to coach this group for so long was just, uh, I don't know, we we had the discussion a couple of years ago. We thought this year could be a special year, and something like this is possible, but there's so many obstacles you have to overcome to actually pull this off. It's such a difficult task that uh, to be able to do it, it was just beyond special and uh to do it with this group was was incredible george what is your uh, experience with this day with this group date back to because this is your first year as the head coach correct no i've i've been uh i've been with the high school program for six years and i was uh the last four years i was a three years i was a co-head coach okay um and then this year was on my own as just the head coach so I've, I've been doing the varsity coaching, head coaching for the last four years. But uh, I started with this group to get back to your question um, in fourth, fifth grade. Some of them were fourth, some were fifth. So and we kind of just worked the all the way up with them. Summer tournaments, AAU tournaments, things like that. Um, as they'll tell you, even a, I think a fifth grade tournament we won together. And someone just sent us a picture of that the other day. It was hilarious to see, but it was it was really cool to see how long we've been together and we won a tournament then. So, and we're, we're obviously still doing it. So to win that sectional final to, to get to state has been incredible with this group. And I think that for any school going to state in any sport is always an incredible accomplishment and one that should be celebrated. But 
for the small towns and the small schools like Three Lakes that maybe aren't used to it in every sport and don't pump out powerhouse programs year after year, I always think it's a little bit cooler and a little bit more significant. Girls, have you seen and felt kind of that tangible impact within the community over the last couple of days? Oh, for sure. Uh, just when you walk around the halls of our school, it's just like buzzing with an excitement. Everyone's kind of like giddy, happy. They're all they're, That's kind of what everyone talks about. They're always uh, just congratulating us. Everyone's excited for this. They're, it's just a really special thing in such a small community. You can feel everyone rather, uh, rally, rally around you and just support you through this, which is really awesome. Everyone's so excited to come cheer us on. They're asking me how they can get tickets, what time the game is, and they're so excited to come over to the cross and watch us play. So going back to the Athens game real quick, there's no other way to put it. It was a butt whooping. Was that the kind of performance that you guys expected? Did you expect to win by 40 plus points? <laughs> I I thought in game planning, I to be honest, I thought we could win by 20. Um, and we changed some things up, something that they couldn't have seen on film scouting us. Uh, we added a, two different presses and we thought we could surprise them, catch them off guard for a little while there. And I think we did catch them off guard and we were just able to keep expanding that lead, but we didn't expect to win by that much. Um, I think it was definitely our game to lose. We, we were a very talented team. Um, and I, I think we had the advantage. We had home court advantage, which also helps obviously, but yeah, we, we didn't see a 43 point win coming. That's for sure. And girls, were you guys, was there any, you know, when you get to a certain point and you've done, you know, you've kind of had your base sets and uh, you know, the foundation of what's got you to this point. And all of a sudden coach says, hey, we're going to throw in these two new added elements. There's part of you, right? That's like, all right, like, yeah, let's catch them off guard. But then you're kind of in a sense getting away from what's got you there all year to a certain extent. Was there any hesitation on you on your guys part or were you guys all in with what he was preaching? Um, so. I was really excited for the new stuff that was going to be added. And actually in the locker room before the game had started, um, my dad had mentioned that we weren't going to start out off with that new press and we were just going to go back to what we've been doing. And I looked at him and I said, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to hit them with that, um, that new tight press that they wouldn't expect it right off the bat. I wanted to get in their heads right away and start that game off strong. So I, I was the one who really pushed for that, who really wanted that idea. And I was super grateful that we did that. Yeah, I loved it too. I thought it was exciting for us to learn new things and throw in some things that we haven't done before either. It keeps things interesting and exciting for us in practices. So that was, I thought it was a good idea. You got to listen to the players, right, George? <laughs> yeah, especially when your daughter is one of them. She's got a little <laughs> bit of pull. <laughs> what is the, so something else I want to hit on from one of the earlier answers. What does the itinerary for Thursday look like? Because you, you guys have the early game, the 905 game. But it sounds like you guys are going to be leaving on Wednesday. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, our bus leaves about 11 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, make our way to lacrosse. We have uh, practice at West Salem High School uh, scheduled from like 4.30 to 6, something like that. So we will get into lacrosse, get to West Salem High School, have a practice there and more of a walkthrough probably. But then uh, check into our hotel room and somehow find a way for these girls to get a little bit of sleep before we play <laughs> at nine o'clock. And uh, we're, we're staying right next to the lacrosse center. So uh super short trip to where we play the next morning. Kara, Sydney, have you guys gotten 
much sleep the last couple of nights, buzzing with excitement. Do you think you'll get any of the next two nights? Um, after we won, I definitely couldn't sleep. I was just so excited. I was up till like four in the morning that night. So my sleep schedule has been a little bit off, but, um, I don't know, cause we're roomies. So <laughs> we might be up a little late. Yeah. It's hard to sleep when you have so much adrenaline going through your body and everything is just so exciting and new. None of us have gotten to do this for a basketball season before. So we're just excited to do it and be some of the first people to do it in three lakes. Yeah. Well, George, I'm glad that you guys are going out tomorrow because I wasn't sure if, you know, they weren't going to let you guys stay in hotels and if you were going to have to leave at, like, midnight Wednesday going to Thursday because that's a nice little four-hour trek. I just looked on the map to uh, from Three Lakes to Cross. So I'm glad you guys are getting a little bit of a little bit of rest and getting settled before you guys start down there. I want to talk about the run. You know, you talk about this is a really talented group and you guys had the expectation that this could be a special year. You look at your conference standings and you finish third in the regular season, which obviously that doesn't mean much right now. But you also don't see a ton of teams that finish third in their conference make their run or make a run to state. What's clicked since then? I know that the conference losses came to two. It was two losses to uh, the top two teams of the conference. But what's clicked since that point for you guys? You know, uh, the teams we lost to are extremely good. Leona, Wabino, and Crandon. They're both ranked in Division Four, so. They're a division up on us, but uh, we we typically traditionally struggled with those teams. You know, the first loss to Crandon was by three. That was a very close game. And even both of our losses to Leona Wabino were, they were, they were close most of the game. We had to foul at the end, and it looks like it's more than it really was. But um, I think, you know, with the goal of getting to state in mind, those losses were probably the best thing that happened to us, especially the last loss to Crandon. That one got, you know, they pulled away a little bit more than we wanted. And uh, I think it made everybody refocus. And uh, I, I truly thought after that Crandon loss, I, I after a loss, you're usually not positive. And I thought this is just what we need. I think we can we can regroup and get the girls to focus. I don't know if winning nonstop by big margins is the best thing, you know? So once in a while you need a wake up call. And I, I think that's what those losses were for us. Yeah. Need a little adversity girls. What, is there anything that stuck out on your guys end as to what's clicked to fuel this hot streak that's led you guys now to lacrosse? Um, I think after that loss to Cranon, people had kind of realized, okay, the state thing is becoming a reality. We need to kick it into gear and we need to go accomplish what we can. So I think that's kind of what people got people going. And we were just put into this mentality, like this is the year to do it. Um, I got everybody motivated. Um, we just did kind of all the right things and everyone was uh, laser focused to go get this done. I know that everyone wanted it as it is some people's only chance to put a banner on our wall and make history. So everyone was just really all in for that. And whatever the process was, everyone was down to do it. Yeah, the losses definitely served as motivation for us. And I know that we have so many seniors on this team. So we're like, all right, if we want to do it, we have to do it this year. There's no second chances. There's no, no messing around. So we had to get it done. And we did. And we're here. Kara, I think you told Noah, our reporter that was at your game on Saturday, that George has stuck with you guys through, I think the quote was, all the terrible games. <laughs> I'm not, you know, just look at the schedule. Um, this year, at least, it doesn't look like they're a bunch of terrible games. But, I mean, obviously, you guys have been together through the past, so I'm not going to go through each and every game that uh, George has been your coach for. But 
what George, George, let me start with you on this, actually. What made you believe that this group, maybe even going looking past the beginning of this year, what made you believe that this group could be different and could be the one to bring this program back to state for the first time since 1999? Uh, honestly, I think the biggest factor is their attitudes. Um, I've coached a lot of different kids, and this group does not have one bad attitude in it. And I, that goes a long ways with the, with the coach. I mean, sometimes it can take just one girl that, you know, is kind of fighting what you're doing and giving you attitude and it brings the whole team down. And this, this group literally doesn't have anyone. They come with a smile on their face, even when there's adversity in practice or games and they're just, they're very respectful. They listen to everything and they believe in what you tell them. And I, that is the biggest factor in our team. It, it really is. I, obviously we're talented, but uh, just their willingness to learn and to be coached, I think is the biggest factor. Carrot Sydney, what comes to mind when you say terrible games? Because even obviously, like you guys haven't been to state before, but it's not like you guys have put up, you guys have been a, a above 500 team as far back as I could see. So <laughs> what's been so bad that George would have to stick with you through all that? <laughs> what, what comes to my mind is that my freshman year, we had some rough games, some teams that we definitely should have beat. Um, so it's just. <laughs> It really sticks out to me that he stayed with us, even though, you know, we had some bad runs, my freshman and, you know, some even last year, too, that we could have beat some teams and we did not. And we just played ugly. And at some points we're like, you know, he can't even do anything more. We just couldn't put the ball in the hoop. And it's like he can't do anything else, but he stuck with us. So, Sydney, I'll start this question with you and then I'll flip it on your dad. Biggest pro, biggest challenge of playing with your dad for this long. (laughs) Um, biggest pro would probably be just that like connection and bond that we have where we're father daughter. It's just, this has always been our thing since, I don't know, second grade. I've just always developed a love for it. And my dad, he's so dedicated and loves it so much that it's, it's been our thing my whole life, basically. So that's my favorite part. And we always get to bond over it, discuss it. We've gone on multiple road trips with it. It's, it's just really fun and really enjoyable. And the biggest con would be that my dad's definitely the toughest on me because he knows that I can take it without getting like offended and stuff. So definitely he's the toughest on me. So we can get in arguments, but it comes with the game. So. All right, George, now it's your turn with that same set of rules. I, I would say the pro for sure is just to be able to spend that much more time with my daughter and to be able to coach your daughter. Uh, it's very special. Um, the con, I would say Sydney's right there. The, the, one of the cons for Sydney is basketball doesn't leave in the gym. When you live with me, you're doing this around the clock. Like there's nights at 10 o'clock at night. I'm going in her room saying, Sydney, I just found something we can work on. We can do this. And I think she just wants to get away from it once in a while. But, uh, the con, yeah, I am very hard on Sydney. Most there's the old adage that the coach favors their daughter. Um, and it's pretty clear that I'm pretty hard on Sydney, but she, I know she can take it. So that's part of it, you know? So are there late night film sessions in the Lurvy household once in a while? Definitely. The, the film sessions never end. Never. <laughs> I, I'm kind of a basketball nut. I'm a film nut. I study film nonstop. And especially as you get later in the season, there's a little bit of sleep and more watching film. And Sydney gets dragged into that a lot. <laughs> I love it. 
Now, looking ahead to Thursday, obviously you guys play a great program in Blackhawk that I was lucky has not lost a game since the state title game three years ago. How do you just not get wrapped up in playing a program like that that's had so much success recently? It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to not get wrapped up in that. We're trying to stay focused on what we've accomplished and, uh, you know, obviously go down there and try to win a game. There's no doubt about it. And I, I keep telling the girls, you know, enjoy the moment, enjoy what you've accomplished, enjoy the, this atmosphere, doing interviews, um, you know, the bus ride down, the, the school giving you a send off, you know, so that's part of the moment as well. But yeah, you know, Blackhawk is an incredible, incredible team. They, they've got the, I think the second longest win streak in Wisconsin basketball history. Uh, they've got talent. Bailey Butler is one of the best players in the state, probably will be Miss Wisconsin basketball, I would think. Um, so we have to slow her down and that's not an easy task, but you got to pick your poison with them. If you slow Bailey down, she kicks it out to her teammates who are great shooters. So we're kind of working on some things at practice right now, trying to come up with a way to slow them down, which no team has done all year, <laughs> but we'll give it everything we have. Uh, they're a great team. Uh, respect what they've done there. They built a heck of a program, but uh, I can promise you these girls are going to go there and they're, they're going to fight. So we'll, we'll do what we can. Girls, what's your mentality when it comes to not getting wrapped up and all that with how great of a team they are? Um, I think that my AAU experience has really helped me with uh, mentally being strong and focusing because I played against a lot of really good players and girls in my AAU career. So that definitely helps me stay focused and not get too caught up in the fact that like Bailey Butler is super good and stuff like that. And uh, I know Kara and I had just talked about how we don't want to go to state just to go to state. We want to go there and win a game. So we're just, we're laser focused on going down there and uh, playing the best game we possibly can to try to make a run here. And it's important to remember how much work that we've put in in practices and watching film. So we know that we're a good team too. We made it just as far as them. We're here right with them. So we're hoping to get a win on them. This is very different this year because I know that the favorite coach and even sometimes player cliche is one game at a time, which has some truth to it. But if you guys win, you play again that night, which is very different. I mean, it's unique to this year. It doesn't happen any other year. How does that change the preparation? Because obviously you guys have to be locked in on a great team at Blackhawk. But if you win that game, you're right back on that court probably, what, eight hours later, give or take 705 tip that night. Yeah, it's a unique year for sure with having to really game plan for three teams at once, you know, so I'm watching film on all three teams because if we do pull this upset off, which that's our goal, right? So we get there and if we beat Blackhawk, we have to be ready for one of the other two teams and you don't know which one it is. So that's what makes there's so much film watching because you're really studying three films at once. Yeah, girls, what about you guys? <laughs> I, I, I think it'll definitely be be tough to play uh, two games in one day. But I think that if you, if we were to beat Blackhawk in that first game, we would be so excited and have so much adrenaline just to be able to play in the championship round that we would be good. <laughs> we would have enough energy to go, go at it for a gold ball. So I think that'll be okay. Yeah. Our biggest motivation is to come home with a gold or even silver if we have to <laughs> one of the balls. So that would be <laughs> awesome. No doubt. Uh, girls, what are you looking forward to the most about the entire experience? And I mean, I guess this, you know, like George said, doing this, the media rounds is kind of part of the experience, although I, I can't imagine that talking with me is what you're looking forward to the most. So besides that, what about this whole week 
are you, do you want to enjoy and soak in as much as possible? Um, well, like my dad had mentioned, this is fun. I enjoy getting to do this and, um, I'm just excited for like the send off and the fans who, and it's really nice to see everyone in that gym cheering and clapping stuff for you. And it's, it's emotional. It's really fun. And I'm also really excited for like the hotel stay and just getting to hang out with my teammates and have some quality time before my career is done. And I'm just excited to step out on that court and hear the announcers and play in that state atmosphere, which is something I've always dreamed of since I was in fourth grade. Yeah, I think the whole experience really is just going to be so exciting for all of us, but I'm really excited to play in the huge, the huge atmosphere with everyone watching us. And it's going to be really exciting for, for everyone on the team. George, is there extra pride associated with the fact that you guys have accomplished this in a year that, I mean, has just been so wacky and unpredictable with quarantines and cancellations and postponements and not, I'm sure, you know, looking back at the end of the fall sports season, I think a lot of us were wondering how a winter season could happen. So to overcome all of that and to reach this point, I imagine has to be an extra source of pride for you as a coach, no? Yeah, for sure it is. Um, our our kind of our motto at the beginning of the year, and it was almost at every practice, was just one game at a time because this game could be our last game. We don't know when we're getting shut down. We don't know if we're getting into a quarantine situation. You know, so it's been a challenging year. And um, sometimes, you know, the mask thing, these girls have been just troopers wearing these masks, running around with masks. I didn't think it would be possible at the beginning of the year. And uh, these kids are incredible what they can overcome. So, yeah, it's been a challenging year with the whole COVID thing and extra paperwork and just precautions that we have to take. So it probably does make it a little bit more special. It's I, I can tell you it's made it a lot more complicated, the logistics of getting the state. You can't just go and eat at places like you normally could or uh, looking for a high school to let us practice tomorrow. You know, most high schools don't want to just say, yeah, sure. Come on in from a different community and use our gym. So there is a lot of challenges uh, associated with it this year, but uh, yeah, it's super special. They'll certainly have a tall task against Blackhawk on Thursday. Good luck to them in lacrosse. That's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. If you have any episode ideas, feel free to email sports at WSAW.com. But until next time, thank you for listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.